Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Electroluminescence. We're back after um, four months of nothing. And um, our last topic was fake futurism, where we talked about space and stuff. And today we're going to bring it back to Earth and sort of continue on a topic we've already talked about before in um, episode three, which was, wow, over a year ago now. And um, the title of that episode was Predicament by Pandemic. And um, we didn't know the title of this episode yet, but it's going to be something like, I don't know, it'll be something clickbaity because um, we want views. But we're going to talk about the Delta variant and how it's affecting our lives, how it's going to affect our lives. And the news that came out today, July 27th, about masks. And we're going to talk about statistics. But first of all, I'm going to hand it to Ethan. And he's going to talk about, um, he's going to give us a rundown on the, the different variants and how they were developed, etc. All right, so um, since we last talked, I have not, um, you know, gone over the different variants of um, COVID. So as per an Axios article uh, from 13 hours ago, uh, we can go over the main the main. Uh, the main variants, the variants of concern. So we start off with the alpha variant, which is 70% more transmissible, 60% more deadly. Although the vaccines are still effective against it, it's still um, one of the most, it's still the, uh, the most dominant strain alongside the delta variant, which is of much more concern because it's, 100, it's 115% more transmissible the severity of the disease varies, and as per the um, Israeli Ministry of Health, the effectivity against uh, the effectivity against the Delta variant has been waning as vaccinate as as you know the time between uh, people's first vaccination and now has um, increased. So uh, I'm just going to pull up. <clears throat> the stats, you know, make sure I um I don't get get it wrong. Um, well, one more thing, it's spreading so it, it spreads so extremely quickly that in states such as Nevada and Utah, it's over seventy percent of all cases. So back to the Ministry of Health. The um. Due to the Delta variant, the Israeli Ministry of Health just released another vaccine efficacy update. So only 39% um, vaccine effectivity for COVID-19 infection, 40.5% for symptoms, 88% for hospitalizations, and 91% for ICU, low oxygen, and death. And those numbers are still good, don't get me wrong. It's, it's, it's really great to have, um, you know, security, at least in, in the thought that... Um, you know, in the case that you do get COVID as a vaccinated person, um, the, you know, the severity isn't as shot, isn't as um, concerning as it, as it used to be. However, the um, infection, if it, if it produces enough viral load, can lead to transmission. And, you know, I think it was, it was either the CDC or the FDA a while back, I don't know, I think even even Fauci said it, so it's definitely CDC said that um, we have completely uncontrolled spread. Like 
after we kind of rolled out the vaccinations, we didn't really do much to continue locking down. We actually relaxed a ton of uh, regulations, which we're going to go into later in the show. And um, we tend to, um, you know, under underestimate the severity of it. And as you know, as we've said before, this is leading to a huge increase in cases and and um, I believe hospitalizations as well, because again, it's more transmissible, obviously more cases. So what differentiates the Delta variant from the other ones is a, um, is a mutation in the, in the spike protein, in the, in the mRNA sequence inside the protein, I believe. And you know, I'm not gonna go, I, I went into depth on the previous episodes, but uh, in, yeah, about, we don't have to know, go in depth it about it. We on. can just like sort of, we, we can just sort of talk. Yeah, about yeah, it. that's what I was gonna say. We're 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 right now more focused on, on the the potential the potential traje- trajectory, um, the virus has and the and is going to cause, um, on our nation, and the, just to go back to the to the Ministry of Health, um, um there's only 16% effectiveness against transmission among those second shot vaccinated in January, 44% in February, 67% in March, and 75% in April. It's also an age effect. But again, as as we've said, people aren't going to get vaccinations again. So, and a lot of people, and it's topped off, the rate has topped off a lot. So again, there's just a lot of causes for concern. And this is most likely the reason for the reversal of the policy with regards to the mask indoors. So I'll let um, you know, one of the colleagues on the show uh, take it away. So now that the COVID vaccine is out and many are getting vaccinated, hopefully you guys are as well, um, a lot of rules are changing. The CDC had said that masks are no longer required for those who are vaccinated a room with other vaccinated individuals, you do not have to wear a mask, which was great, which was great news. It was great because everyone was finally like, oh, we're going to get back to normal. But with the Delta variant coming through and breaking past the vaccine, um, the CDC um, has, has decided that masks are not necessary, but masks are now recommended. And they're hoping that we still stay masked even if we're vaccinated, which is which is which is really weird. And also, um, it it puts a lot of pressure on government and uh, President Biden. And so, some sources are saying that President Biden on Thursday will announce a requirement that all federal empro- employees and contractors be vaccinated against COVID-19 or be required to submit regular testing. And this is now at a point where you may think it's controversial because you can't you can't force people to get a vaccine but the justice department lawyers have said that the federal law doesn't prohibit public agencies and private businesses from requiring covid-19 vaccines meaning you can be kicked out of places and if you're an employee of some some uh, organization where they're saying you have to get vaccinated you can be Fired, and you they they have the authority and the right to say that you can work here as long as you're vaccinated, and 
this changes things up a bit. And I don't know, Viom, you want to take it on? Um, yeah, I mean, I just wanted to ask you guys, like, what do you guys think about, um, like, employers, like, like employers that are making it mandatory for, for um, people to be vaccinated or people to be tested? Like, um, personally, I think it's a good thing. Like, if you want to incentivize people getting vaccines and you want to open up your businesses as soon as possible, like, if you get vaccinated, it's definitely not a guarantee that you're going to it's definitely not a guarantee that you're not going to get covid because as it stands now the delta as garcia was saying earlier the delta vaccine or sorry the delta variant is um is now the dominant strand of covid which means that over 50 percent of all of all new covid cases are the delta variant and the covid vaccine like pfizer moderna we're talking about being like the most effective ones it's only like 30% effective against the new Delta variant. So obviously like the vaccine... In terms of infection. In terms of infection, yeah. It's like somewhat... It's, it's, it's I, still, I think it's around it, like it's 89%. It's extremely safe. Yeah, it, it's still extremely safe. And please, obviously, if you haven't done it, please go do it. It's still extremely safe for personal protection. But right now, um, ju just to reiterate, we're focused more on trajectory of, of like COVID policy. And uh, the fact that, and the fact that again, there's there's still um, you know uncontrolled spread, and the fact that there's still infection even under vaccination means that we have right. to look towards a lot more long-term solutions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but talk, talking about Yom's point about like what we think about it, um, it, it's it's different. It's it's great that we get to see everybody without a mask. We can see faces, and we we get to know who we're talking to rather than seeing like just the eyeballs of someone and their forehead. Um, so the summer session at our school is saying that people can come and do what they have to do without a mask as long as they're required, as long as they're uh, vaccinated. And it's awesome because everybody can see each other. Everybody like is sort of getting into that state where, oh, everything's normal again. And it's, I think it's awesome. But then the only issue is now that the CDC is saying that because of these breakthrough cases where the Delta variant is 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 getting people who, who are vaccinated and now we should start wearing masks again. People are going to sort of, I, I don't want to say to this sort of like depression, but we were already stuck in like a year's cycle, year and a half cycle of no, no contact with pretty much anybody. Uh, we could see people socially distanced, but, you know, it, it just did not feel the same. And now that after what? Uh, two months, one month, where we're like sort of summer's happening and everybody's going to the beach, everyone's having fun, no masks, and now all of a sudden it's like we got to wear masks again. And then sooner or later, if nobody listens to it and we keep escalating the situation, we're going to have to start quarantining again. In England, they've had, what, five, six quarantines at this point? And it, it's yeah. kind of unbelievable. Yeah. But I, I kind of wanted to go into England's like policy and what they've been doing so far because they've relaxed their policies like significantly to the point where it's I think Garcia, Ethan, you can like talk more about this because you definitely know more about this. But um, they've relaxed it to the point where there's almost no restrictions on people with vaccinations. And I think there's basically no restrictions, right? I think it's like recently they've just removed no, what all they've of been what they what what England has what England has been 
is super inconsistent and like mm -hmm. horrible like they're just in terms of like an effective way of stopping this they've chosen the complete opposite path like yeah sometimes they'll make like the, the right decision here and there but again it's just like relaxation relaxation short lockdown relaxation relaxation and then again it's going to be followed up by another short lockdown and then relaxation, right. and then changes in policy. Yeah. It, the amount, like, Rahul was saying, like, or Rahul or Vion, I don't, I don't know which, which I forget, but one of you was saying five or six lockdowns. I think England, England has, England has had that, unironically. Like, I think yeah, that. Yeah, the thing is, the thing is, their, their, like, policy on, like, transportation and, like, travel in the country doesn't exist. They, they don't have any restrictions on it. And it's crazy because, uh, you know, for the sake of like general health and people wanting to be safe, uh, you would want to be vaccinated. You want to be tested before you travel. But some people just don't care and they go. And, you know, the good thing about the United States is some areas like heavily vaccinated individuals. So towns are safe. But then when you zoom out into like, counties and you zoom out into states and then sooner or later you see that there are large areas where people are not vaccinated where people are not following directions i mean you can't force vaccinations on people but at the same time like you'd rather be safe than sorry right work is a different thing where you know you you can you can ha you have the right to say that oh you have to be vaccinated this and that but just for like general public health, it's it's scary when nobody's well not nobody, but there's a large cluster of people that's not getting vaccinated and you can't get that herd immunity that we had been talking about a lot earlier into this um when a lot earlier into the COVID pandemic. And the thing about mm -hmm. herd immunity is like at this point it's gonna be left to you gotta get the you, it's either you get the vaccine or you get the virus. And no, it's it's too late. Well, like, I feel like you're going to get the virus then. It's too late for herd immunity. Yeah, yeah like it, herd it, immunity it's... herd immunity was always like a pipe dream. Like if we had herd immunity, the var the variants would not have come. Um, herd immunity oh, yeah. was always somewhat of a pipe dream. Like even when Fauci mentioned it, like a couple of days after he mentioned it, he went back on it cuz he he knew that like herd immunity is not going to be possible in the United States, especially like um the vaccine was introduced in March. It's been like four months, and once our, our fully vaccinated population is like under 50% still. So herd immunity was never going to really happen. Um, at this point, you just kind of got to get the vaccine so that you don't go to the hospital. And no, her, yeah. her, let's, let's, let's just let's clear it up a little bit. Herd immunity is is a thing. It's like is a thing that can happen, right? But like yeah. under the under the policies that we had, it it's just it, it just couldn't happen because of how people because of how people um, behaved, and with the fact that with the fact that it, that we said that there was gonna that we said that there was uncontrolled spread, is how we found out that we're not gonna receive we're not gonna receive the blessing of of herd immunity or at least even the blessing the possibility of herd immunity. So it's it's, it's really just long gone past that. And again, we fumb we um we fumbled the bag initially by um you you know there's there's 
two different economic paths we could have gone down into to try and do this, but I'd rather not discuss that now. I'd like to just say that we fumbled the bag by not having a more effective lockdown and more effective um, and more effective investment in certain protective measures, uh, and you know more effective just public safety uh, protocols and public safety protocols also. We're, we're weak. We're weak before COVID, and they're still going to continue to be weak after COVID in the United States. And even in and even in um, and even in most of, you know, Western Europe, where, where a lot of people are like, oh, wow, you know, this is our, our government, you know, is really, is, uh, you know, social democratic. We have everything we can provide you, everything. But in reality, it's the same situation. This kind of public these kind of public safety measures just just aren't being taken and then the countries that do have the countries that do invest in in public safety measures are have been proven to be better off with the virus have been proven to be less effective with the virus so it, it's it's just a lot of also like we also can't forget that a lot of long-standing policy decisions have come into have come into play in terms of um in terms of uh, causing this and trying to change those policies is is, is a huge burden and, and again presents pre- presented to us all a, a large portion of the political uh, conflict that we've had throughout the pandemic so i feel like at this point the only real way we're going to get you know something effective out of this is just a show of force a show of a show of uh, economic authority you know to 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 account for uh, you know the speculative, the speculative values of everything, the inf- the inflation, the the shortages. Well, the shortages are due to natural supply, natural resource supplies, and we can't really do much to change that. But we can, again, economics is about scarcity, so we can do that. But again, out of the economic show of force, there also has to be a public policy show of force. We need to, we need to change immediately. You know, a lot of a lot of our public safety measures and, and infrastructure and all and all that jazz. Do you think we're capable of doing that? That Like, do you think, um, like, if I look at the United States and I look at the policies they've implemented, like, realistically, do you think they're even capable of doing that? Like, do you think we're capable of, like, um, over, like, revamping our medical industry, like, nationalizing utilities and, like, um, like just like even like when COVID started, just having masks was a problem. Like, do you think that after COVID is done, if it ever is done, do you think that we're going to, um, do you think that we're going to sort? Is this going to be a wake up call for us? And do you think that we're actually going to revamp our public health policies? Do we have the ability to? Of course we do. We 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 saw what happened when we saw that we needed masks. We saw what happened. When we were desperate to reopen the economy with vaccinations, of course the United States has the power to. The problem is, is it politically convenient? And that fact is just something we're not going to get over. Realistically, no, we don't have because of because of that, we don't have the power to do these things. But in terms of in terms of the tools and resources that we that we possess, we do have the power. So I I don't really like to talk in like these kinds of terms of like that don't, you know, talk about concrete policy, that don't talk about, you know, actual government structures. So um, we could go into that maybe. I don't know. We could talk about the, you know, we could talk about the actual science. 
depends where you guys want to go from here. Um, wherever you want to go, dude. Um, I, I guess we can take it to like, since we're sticking to current events. Um, like, I, I guess we can go to the Olympics. Um, it's basically what the thirty, thirty what, thirty third Olympics, right? Um, but they, they, their, their uh, COVID policy, I don't think exists. I don't think, I don't think, uh. I don't think uh, athletes have to be vaccinated. Is that is that right? I'm pretty sure they have to be masked and They don't have to be vaccinated. Um, in fact, I believe that, like, I, I saw the stat. I don't know if it's the U.S. team or the total, um, like, the total number of athletes, but one-sixth of the U.S. team or the total number of athletes is actually vaccinated. But like in the in the Olympic Village, which is what they call like the place where all of the athletes live, it's um there's pretty stringent um, COVID protocols like social distancing and stuff. But obviously that's not going to stop COVID from spreading at the end of the day. It's just limiting it. But um so, there have so been cases. I, I would, out of I the have a question Village. for you guys. So mm-hmm. all these athletes are coming to represent their countries in whatever sports they are uh, competing in, but they're also like representing each individual country. And with mm-hmm. this like fact that you've given, like say one sixth of all the Olympic athletes are vaccinated. What like what what do you think this shows like about the world and their I guess take on COVID? Because if if it's only one sixth of the population that's been vaccinated, like. Like, think about it on a global scale. Some countries can't even get vaccines, and some countries have vaccines, but this, the citizens aren't taking it. So, like, what, what do you guys think is happening? Again, like, I don't know if it's mm-hmm. one-sixth of the total Olympians are not vaccinated or if it's one-sixth of America. Um, if it's one-sixth of American athletes that are not vaccinated, I'm going to assume that... Like the overall number for total Olympians is going to be considerably higher than one sixth. But uh, Ethan was about to talk. I'm not allowed to talk. Um, I'm not gonna lie to you. I kind of forgot what I was gonna say. Can you repeat that point again? Just real quick. Uh, I mean, I'm just saying like Olympians are like representing countries of the world at the Olympics and. This is like a, an event that everybody watches, and then here pandemics going on. They're still competing, but uh, if if this stat is true, like like what does it show about COVID vaccines and whether people should get it or not? Like like what is it showing to the world if not all of them are vaccinated? Symbolically, to like the average viewer. I, I think yeah I mean I mean just kind of I'm assuming the average they, they is just to follow the sports inside the Olympics but you know like yeah yeah I feel like the average viewer also just notices that they seem to follow basic protocols that have been there for a while distancing masking you know keeping people individuals separated uh, throughout the the rest periods of the events which we saw with the infamous beds but um symbolically like in terms of like the globe. We know that we have access to all the vaccines. We know that we have access to everything. At this point, it's just people who are not willing to get vaccinated for the United States and, and Europe. Um, 
you know, also the vaccines also highlight, you know, something cool world systems theory. But again, I'm not experienced enough in reading about how vaccines are globally made and distributed. So I won't talk about that. But um, for other nations that are not, you know, the United States and and, uh, most of Europe, people can't get vaccines. They don't they don't have shipments, even actually even some Western European nations. Uh, Spain and Spain and Portugal, they 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 wait on vaccines. They they have the ability to, and they have and they have populations that want to that want to get them. They have to be they have to wait on those vaccines. They have a 33% vaccination rate right now. It's just not it's not a you know great if it's not a great situation for them, and they have historically benefited off of the throughout you know global crises. It's it's much bleaker for the rest of the world, and that's why that's why other nations are you know trying to step up and take it. But again, we have such a stronghold on the biomed sector that um it, we just have probably the most effective vaccines, and, and the only country that really follows up Cuba doesn't have the productive capacity that we do. So they're not going to be able to you know kind of s- save the world per se. But again, this attitude and, uh, towards vaccinations of, is just so irrational. Yeah, definitely. And um, I just wanted to add, like the the countries that do have the the um production power to make the vaccine are severely limited by like intellectual property um, restrictions. Like we know for a fact that that the um AstraZeneca vaccine, the Oxford AstraZeneca vaccine, they were about to make their thing um uh public domain they're about to make the way to make the vaccine public domain where like countries like india would have been able to produce the vaccine but um i don't know like you guys know that bill gates um stepped in and got them to have like until they bill gates got them to make that intellectual property like um sorry i'm kind of rambling here but um if that vaccine was public domain was free a lot of lives could be changed and countries like India, countries like America, we could produce a lot of these a lot faster, a lot of these vaccines. Sorry for interrupting you, I just wanted to add that real quick. Yeah, that's fine. And to kind of end off the episode, I like to I like to hear both of your thoughts on this. I feel like we, we all do know that at this point, the the CDC you know, I trust in it completely. Obviously, they do have to bend into pre- into social pressures a little bit. They do have to frame their decisions in a light that's going to make everyone happy, or else their policy won't work. And it's better to save a couple lives than than to save none through their policies. So, what's your guys' take on 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 their recent on their recent you know onslaught of uh, reversals? And do you think that's going to actually cause them more harm with people who don't want to get vaccinated and with and with um, transmission? Or do you think that they're playing their cards right? Sorry, reversals of what? Were you saying, sorry? Uh, reversals of policy in terms of like masking, distancing. Mm-hmm. And do you think we could... And you know, I'll throw a bonus question. Do you think, we, do you think that... it would be effective for... Uh, 
Yeah, Garcia, go ahead. Uh, Rahul, yeah, Rahul is right. It's a, I'm just, I'm just saying. What do you think? Do you think that their reversals in I mean, it's obviously that they have a social context to them, but do you think that it's, do you think that that is gonna that their you know changes in positions that for the CDC is gonna hurt them in terms of their goals in terms of the social context, or do you think that their um you know their their decisions are in the long run gonna be be effective? Right. Like um, um obviously like social yeah, yeah social I, interaction. Go ahead. You can talk about. It. Yeah, you, you got it, Rahul. Yeah, you can go, you can go. Yeah, sorry, I just had a quick piece, like, just to round out the episode. Like, obviously, with social interaction, it helps to, like, look at the person face-to-face, and especially with, like, education and schooling, it's, like, scientifically proven that, like, maskless interaction is sort of just, like, better for um education and just, like, getting your point across. But overall, in the long run, if we look at the COVID um, virus and we look at how it's already had for um mutations if we just continue to let this virus go unchecked with 50 percent of our population being unvaccinated and the virus is just running rampant we're eventually going to have strains that are much nastier than the delta variant and um in a sense in terms of variants we got lucky with the delta variant because um the vaccine is still resistant to um a lot of like you're not going to you're pretty much not going to get hospitalized if you take a vaccine, there's like a 90%, 88.9 or 91.2%. It's one of the two. You're probably that's not. After age. That's after age. That's not like off the bat. Hmm? Sorry, continue. After age, what do you mean? Like after the vaccine has aged a little bit. In yeah, yeah after, after like a six day period, right? Something like that. As six no, day no, no, period. No, like I mean, the dose. the eighty the eighty eight percent thing is is a decline over a is a decline over a span of time. When, oh, when yeah, it's yeah. first rolled out, it's like ninety six or ninety eight. No, when mm-hmm. you first get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, also like the new new variants, it's it's also like less le- less helpful because all all the mutations in 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 the COVID like virus. They're, you know, it's mutating so it can, I guess, defeat the vaccine in its own sense. But the, but the thing is, like, the Ethan's thing, CDC can change their guidelines. People will listen. Like, those who've been vaccinated will probably end up listening. But those who haven't, I feel like it's going to hurt their view on the CDC even more than it already has. Like, people don't listen to them. They don't, like, follow whatever is happening. But I think that's just going to end up hurting CDC's reputation with those who are not getting vaccinated those who are on the other hand i feel like are still going to listen pay attention and follow whatever rules are being set and changed but at the end of the day it's mixed yeah and like as i was going on before like long term long term we got like fairly lucky with the delta variant in the sense that like um we can still prevent hospitalizations and a lot of deaths but um, long term, these mask mandates that are aimed at significantly reducing transmission of COVID for the unvaccinated primarily, um, it's really helpful. And I can't stress this enough, even if you're already vaccinated, like you really just got to wear your mask because um, you're potentially saving lives and you're stopping the transmission of the Delta variant if you wear masks or you're significantly reducing the potential of transmission. Um, 
we got really lucky. We should not let this Delta variant ravage through 50% of our population. And um, that would lead to just the that would just lead to COVID mutating again and coming back in an even worse strain. So um, yeah, long term, I think that um, this new mask mandate that the CDC is doing, and, like the new stuff that they're implementing, well, it's not really new. We've seen it before, but I think this is positive and it's helpful. It is going to help us in the long term. And wearing a mask is not that difficult. Social distancing is not that difficult. You should do it.